Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash POS for a $1 per month trial. Hello from CNN. I'm Afoma DK with the five things you need to know for Monday, February 12th. President Joe Biden addressed Israel's military operation in Rafah, standing alongside Jordan's King Abdullah II at the White House this afternoon. Many people there have been displaced, displaced multiple times, fleeing the violence to the north, and now they're packed into Rafah, exposed and vulnerable. They need to be protected. Jordan's King Abdullah underscored those statements. We cannot afford an Israeli attack on Rafah. It is certain to produce another humanitarian catastrophe. We need a lasting ceasefire now. The leaders are aiming to figure out how to move the Israel-Hamas war into a new phase. During the king's visit, Biden said they talked about a hostage deal between Israel and Hamas that would call for at least a six-week pause in fighting. Biden also says they discussed how to safely get humanitarian aid to civilians in Gaza. Whether it's our churches, our synagogues, our mosques, our temples, we are going to provide you protection. That's Houston Mayor John Whitmire during a news conference today about a shooting at Pastor Joel Olstein's Lakewood Church Sunday afternoon. Houston police identified the woman as 36-year-old Genesee Moreno. Authorities say she walked into the church with her seven-year-old son, carrying a long gun and wearing a trench coat and backpack. According to a search warrant from the Montgomery County District Attorney's Office, police, quote, shot and killed her in self-defense after she pointed a gun at them and fired what a federal law enforcement source believed to be around 30 rounds. The police chief says the shooter's son was hit during the shooting and is in critical condition, and that another man was shot in the leg but is out of the hospital. A source says investigators are trying to determine whether the shooter was politically motivated or suffered from mental issues. Here's Commander of Houston Police's Homicide Division, Chris Hasick. We do want to stress that she acted alone. We do not believe this is part of a larger nexus. She is not part of a larger group or set of individuals. Records from the Texas Department of Public Safety show Moreno had a criminal history and also went through a bitter custody battle, according to her social media accounts. Multiple advisors to former President Donald Trump warned that he'll try to formally pull the U.S. out of NATO if he wins a second term. That's revealed in an upcoming book called The Return of Great Powers. In the book, the advisors detail how Trump almost accomplished this at the Alliance's 2018 summit in Brussels. A former senior U.S. official said Trump ordered the chair of the Joint Chiefs of Staff General Mark Milley and then Defense Secretary Mark Esper to start the withdrawal from NATO, despite their opposition. This follows comments Trump made at a campaign event Saturday. He said the U.S. wouldn't abide by NATO's collective defense clause if he were re-elected. That clause says an attack on one NATO member is an attack on all nations in the alliance. Trump also said he would encourage Russia to do, quote, whatever the hell they want to any NATO member that doesn't meet spending guidelines and threatens not to defend that country. The head of NATO warned that Trump's comments puts European and American soldiers at risk. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin is expected to resume his duties tomorrow after being admitted to the hospital Sunday. That's according to Walter Reed Medical Center. In a statement, the center says Austin underwent, quote, non-surgical procedures under general anesthesia to address his bladder issue and expect him to make a, quote, successful recovery. Austin canceled his trip to Brussels for NATO and Ukraine meetings later this week. He was diagnosed with prostate cancer in December and previously hospitalized, but was criticized for not telling senior administration officials, including President Joe Biden. Satisfying your chocolate cravings could mean you have expensive taste. I'll explain when we come back. Hey, welcome back. 
Your chocolate Valentine's Day treats may cost you more this year. That's because cocoa futures have doubled in the past year and surging 40% since January. Sugar, labor, and other factors have gotten pricier. Climate issues in West Africa, which is home to more than 60% of cocoa production globally, are hurting supply. That's a wrap. Our episodes drop at 6 a.m., 9 a.m., and noon Eastern, as well as 3 and 6 p.m. 